Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. On this episode, we sit down with Birmingham native, Mr. Fred Weaver. We pretty much spend the entire time talking about MMA and his time as a pro MMA fighter. He's a super cool dude and probably the most badass guy we've ever had on the podcast. Be sure to check us out on YouTube and you can listen anywhere podcasts are available. This is Heavy Ultra. We're live. We're rolling. Fred, yes. what's going on, man? How you doing, man? Thanks for coming to, to Thanks hang for out with me. us. This is cool. Yeah. yeah. It's the most fruitful, random internet interaction I've had in a while. Okay. And most people say that when they come and hang out with us. They're like, I ask them, have you ever done a podcast before or anything like that? And most of them are just like, no, not really. I did one for a while with uh, Artiste. It was half of what used to be the Green Seed. Yeah, uh, I yeah, used to yeah. do his like every week. I come on and talk about MMA stuff, whatever was going on with fighting and training and all of that. Now, does he do? Uh, does he have a podcast currently? Like I don't a know Vulcanite if he's still podcast or yeah, something. That's, that's what the it same was. guy. Though. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. same guy. I'm a big I've fan known, of his. Yeah, I've known him for a long time, but uh, I don't know if he still does. I've been meaning to reach out because it seems like he has a lot of different artistic endeavors. He is artiste. Yeah, yeah, and. uh I think he's involved with like the firehouse community school thing he that is. they're doing. Yeah. Where yeah. They're like teaching music. He's a busy man. He's yeah. got his hands on a lot of things. He's he's a good person to have, you know, around town. That's cool. Yeah. Well, sweet, man. So what you been up to? These yeah, days? for real. Man, just working and kind of starting to train more and just right being a dad, trying to raise my boy. That's a that's a tough job. I can it's imagine. a tough job, but he's past the uh, past the age where it's tough. Now it's more fun. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's teaching him things and doing stuff with him and just having fun. That's funny you say that. Our friends Alex and Sarah said the same thing. Like once their son Jacks got a little bit older, um, we were we were on a shoot together. We worked together for several years, and uh, he said something similar. He's like, "Yeah, Jax is finally getting to like the fun age. He's fun can, like, now." He can yeah. like he can we can communicate and we can he's like learning stuff and he's like not just a you know just whining and crying all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have him. Uh, his mother and I are no longer together, so I have him every weekend, which I really look forward to because I was like, "Hey, you want to go to the park? You want to go see Lady? My mom, that's what he calls her. She's okay. Lady. Uh, you want to go do whatever? And he has options. So that's sweet. We just do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. So you're a trainer at uh, the Garage Boxing. Yes, the Garage Kickboxing. Garage and Kickboxing. Out. Yeah, okay. get it right. Uh, kickboxing on, and boxing are, are much different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of them you can kick. You can tell by the name. Uh, but yeah, I do that, and I train people at Lakeview Fitness here in Birmingham for people in the area that are my friends that want to start working out, get in better shape, maybe learn to box, whatever. I know they don't want to drive all the way to Alabaster, so I'm fortunate enough to be in with that gym as well. How long have you been training doing this? I've been doing it for a lot of years, but it was always a side job, just like working in bars and everything else I was doing. But I, I had a job in medical sales for the past few years, and it's for lack of a better phrasing, was killing me inside. And <laughs> I did not like fun. Yeah. yeah, no, it's not super fun. And I wasn't getting, uh, I wasn't making a lot of money doing it. So I ditched that. And now I just train and I shop for shipped in my free time. Sweet. So, yeah. Now, before getting into training, um, you actually had a stint uh, where you were fighting. Like Yes, for 
a little over a decade. Wow. Okay, so let's take it way back. Yeah, Are you yeah. originally from Birmingham? Born and raised. Okay. Yeah. So, so how did the whole getting into, uh, were you in the official like MMA? I got Are in. there different leagues? I, I don't know uh, anything well, about Well, I just started on the uh, local scene, just doing whatever. But this is back in the day before we had an athletic commission and all of that. Pretty much you could just show up to a place where they were having fights and Sign not just up. saying, <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes it did come to that. But uh, a friend of mine, James Wall, just randomly asked me, well, before that, he worked for J-Rag. I believe it was J-Rag, but he was asked to do shirts for this promotion that was having their first event. And he asked me if I would be looking to fight. And me being me, he was like, why not? Sure, <laughs> I'll fight somebody. Like, well, yeah. I watch fighting. I've never trained, but I will fight somebody. I can under, knock somebody out. Yeah, yeah, under the guise of athletics, I will do that. I'm yeah. not a tough guy or anything. And I've never been in a fight away from a sanctioned fight. Mm -hmm. But I'll do it because I watch it. And I think it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, he asked me and my buddy Drew, but... Asking Drew was different because Drew actually trained. He was training in jujitsu long before it was a like super cool thing to do. Yeah, yeah. So Drew had a fighting history. I am just a dumb dumb and will go and fight somebody in a cage for <laughs> no money. There was no money involved. I just got to what? Yeah, I'm like hey, they're having fights in a couple of months in Coleman. I'm like okay, I'll go fight somebody in Coleman. So I did that. So James hits you up, says, hey, would you want to do this? And you say, yeah. You Hell never, yeah. I don't recall there being any hesitation to saying yes. Dude. That's, that's just a me thing. I'm very big on why not, yeah. which is. It's a good why. way to live. Might get my I mean, face kicked in, but that's fine. I mean, you, know? you might. You might lose a couple of teeth. I mean, you might trip and fall down the stairs. Yeah, True. but you don't have somebody else in the ring that's actively trying to like push you down as flat. Punch the you down, yeah, push you down the stairs. I mean, like. you know, whatever. We all make our choices, but uh, oh, dude, that's crazy. Just uh, it's not the way I would advise other people to do it. I would definitely tell people like you know, train, right, right. get a coach that cares about you and wants the best for you. But at the time, this was before there was an athletic commission here. It was it wasn't illegal, but it was like anybody could put on a fight. Yeah. All you need is a cage or a ring and a crowd. Well, I fought in front of very small crowds, but um, Dude, but yeah, insane. you can just show up and do it. So you agree to do this, and yes. you have a month to get ready. What are you? You just hit in the gym, or do you do anything uh, to prepare? Just watch YouTube videos. <laughs> what do you this do? is this is pre the popularity of YouTube. There was nothing on YouTube of anybody that I would be fighting because these were all. I'll say I used to win because I'm athletic. Okay. I'm athletic. I got that going for me. I've played sports my whole life. I was just fighting local tough guys who So amateurs is a fair word to say. Oh, okay. extremely okay. amateur. Below amateur sometimes. Okay. If we're being honest. Just other tough guys. This that is are back like, in the I could day. do this. Yeah. Well, he's um, got the stamina. So if anything, you can outlast somebody else till they're tired enough. Well, fortunate for me, it did not come to that in my first fight okay. because I got on top of him and I beat on him until the ref said, stop beating on him, and I won. Let's go. So, so yeah. this was a mixed martial arts fight where, yes. where all things go. You all things go. Kick, choke, punch. The all the night. things, yeah. So how did that – so you said you won that first fight. I did. Uh, just ref stoppage first round, and I – for under three minutes of work, I was the most tired I'd ever been at that point in my life. Dude. I was also later in life. I was 26 when I got into this. Okay. So how long ago was this first fight? 
I'm 39 now, okay. so it's okay. 2008. Okay, okay. Yeah. So a little over a decade. It's got to be a good feeling, though, getting that it's first win. It's a great win. feeling, yeah. Does that just feed the fire of like, all right, I want to do It does. This it's the high that you're chasing your entire fighting career from that yeah. on. And Man. then when I got my first, like, actual hit them and they don't get back up, like, that was the yeah, new yeah. thing. Like, yeah. that's the new drug that you want. So, so so after that first fight you you win it and you walk away um what next do you just you sign up for put me back in coach you get a coach or a trainer or something Uh, it turns out that at that fight there was a local boxer michael gibbons who's still a very good friend of mine uh he was looking for fighters to fill a card that was coming up in a couple of months and he handed me a flyer and that started our relationship so a couple of months later i fought again and I had about. Are you make you're, you say you're not making any money or anything like no that? No money. No money at all. I had when I got into it, I had no plans on going pro. This is on just making for fun. any money. It was yeah. just to do it. Okay. I graduated from college already, so I was working my grown up job, and I was just bored. Like I'm not super competitive, but I like to compete. I like to have okay. a reason. There's only so many games of pickup basketball you're gonna play yeah. before. I was about you to like, say most people go, you know, play. Uh, softball or something like i did that too climbing a ring and start fighting other people i mean i'm a special person that's cool i'll say special you can say dumb whatever either way i started fighting people more often and i had about six fights before i started training anywhere okay and uh luckily knock on wood those all went well i mean i lost a couple i think i was like four and two before I started training anywhere. And once I got some training and learned, started learning how to actually fight and do things instead of just mimicking what I saw on TV, uh, things got a lot better. Dude, that's dude, that's so crazy. I can't imagine. Like going into that first fight, were you nervous? Or before any fight? I mean, what, what's, what's going through your uh, head? I remember for the first fight, I was nervous whether I'd have it in me to like just get on top of somebody and just beat them because mm. I'm not, I mean, I'm not a tough guy. Yeah. I'm not a super mean guy. I'm not a very aggro person, I don't think, anyway. So to just get on top of somebody and just beat on them, I didn't know if I could do that. But it turns out I can, <laughs> and I did. Yeah, that's got to be a weird feeling. I mean, yeah, it's a. I can't. I've not been in many. I mean, other than like, you know, elementary school little scuffles, you know, I've never yeah. been in like a fight where I'm just like punching somebody. No, I'd never punched like... anybody out of anger. I've never been in a fight before wow. that point. Like, I've punched my friends in the arm just because I'm a dick as a friend. That's still true. But uh, no, like, full out brawls in like a bar or something. Yeah. No, I was never around for those Mm. on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) So, anybody like talking trash, trying to like, I don't know. I, I'm I'm like Alex. I see fights as like I'm I'm pissed. I'm gonna beat your ass versus like I rarely get to that point. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's me. People talk shit, but I mean. It doesn't, for, like, fuel you up. No, nah, it doesn't really do anything because it's just words. It's and, all for show. Sell yeah, tickets or that's whatever. That's all it is. Yeah. So, yeah. I get that. So you start doing a couple of fights. Uh, you said you get about six under your belt or so. Mm-hmm. And then you actually start training with someone who's more knowledgeable about yes. the do's and don'ts. And then you start learning the craft, I guess. Yeah. And I, I became a real, uh, I don't want to say student, but I started paying, I started watching fights differently. Okay. To pick up on like the guys I like, the guys I don't like, I'm, I'll try this in the gym and see if it works for me, and just kind of develop my own style off of what I was seeing and what I wanted to do with fighting. 
So where are these fights taking place? Uh, is this all just all the around place. the city, or I mean, yeah, traveling uh, to other states? See. What do you do? All over. The, I fought all over the southeast. Okay. Pretty much. Um, I went out to Vegas. One of my last amateur fights was in Las Vegas. So that I can't was imagine cool. though they don't have some kind of purse or something that you would win if you. I mean, occasionally the promotion will like give you free gear, like they'll give you gloves or. That's not much of an incentive. You really got to love doing it to get out there. Yeah, I just enjoyed it. Um, you yeah. never got hurt or badly I, hurt. I not guess. badly hurt. The worst I've had in my entire fighting career was I tore my bicep hmm. uh, in a, my first boxing match. Dang. It wasn't that bad. I mean, I've been hurt worse. Never torn my bicep before. We've never had somebody just lay you out, KO you, knock your I've teeth been out, knocked but... down and I've been knocked silly, but I've never been knocked out. Okay. I'll admit all of that. <laughs> yeah, I've been hit real dazed. hard by some large men. But I've never been like completely fat, flat lined, get the smelling sauce, get him right, right, yeah. to come to yeah. um, any of that. That's crazy. So if you're able to get back to your feet, is it like boxing where you're still in the you're still in the fight? Uh, MMA, if you if you're not intelligently defending yourself, they'll stop it. Like if you're just taking shots and not doing anything to better the position or get up or throwing shots back, then they'll stop it because they're there for the fighter's safety. That's what, that's what the referee is there for. Yeah, I was going to say, it's at the ref's discretion to yeah. call a fight. Yeah, there's always going to be – like fighters are going to fight. Like right. they're going to be like, what? I was fine even though they've taken – 14 knees to the face and their nose is right. turned like a fucking key. <laughs> yeah. Like fighters are going to fight. I mean, I'm very guilty of that. Like I could have gone more even though this dude's hit me and I am not responding. Yeah. So, yeah that's wild. So who did you start training with? Started training with a guy, uh, John Dye. It just so happened that we he saw a fight that I was in and he reached out to me and he was opening a gym and I started training with him. It was champions. It's not around anymore. But it was the same place as a guy that fights in the UFC now, Walt Harris. He trained there starting out. Okay. And Eric Anders trained there too wow. when he first got into fighting. They've both moved on to other gyms and are doing pretty well. But yeah, I've trained with both of those. I still do occasionally because, you know. Sweet. Um, so once you started training, did you see a big increase in your athletic ability and, and yes that, yeah once i, I can imagine <laughs> like going from zero just climbing in any ring that will yeah. open the door for you to actually having a trainer dude i saw a video i used to have a, a dvd of my very first fight and i'm thinking i'm in there looking smooth moving around like nope i look like an idiot like my <laughs> hand, at one point my hands are like straight doing this and i'm i'm thinking i'm moving around bobbing and weaving like nope i'm just chopping the air like yeah, a fucking yeah. dumb dumb but one so it's just by the means but That's once cool. I started actually training and, like I said, started watching fights differently, started kind of picking the brain of people that know better than me, I saw a significant rise in my skill. Okay. And I did very well as an amateur. I think my overall amateur record was 15 and 4. 15 and 4. That's yeah. wow. and really good. Those, those four were wins, early four on. losses. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Those four were early on and like... For a while, yeah. Walt and I were going through the amateurs at the same time. I fought. I started fighting a f little bit before he did, but uh, yeah. For a while, we both did very well. Like he only had one loss as an amateur, and I had those four early on. But the amateurs treated me very well. So, is there like an official like amateur circuit or league that you're in at this time? Uh, it's just different promotions. Okay. Like there's a lot of there's a Facebook Facebook group where now I'm not looking to fight looking for fights but just to be in it i'm still in it yeah. it's called looking for a fight and promotions will be like we have an event this day we need these weight classes and this much experience 
So that's how people find their fight sometimes. Or your coach or manager has an end with a promotion and they'll hit you up and be like, hey, we have this guy. He fights at 185, willing to fight at another weight if he can just get a fight. So it's it's a lot of different just uh, lining situations. up the fights, yeah. I guess. It's a lot of fighter. moving parts sometimes. Sometimes it's easier, like, hey, you want to fight this dude? Cool. You can go fight that dude. Yeah. And sometimes somebody there might be a guy that's a bit of a monster and nobody wants to fight that dude. Right. Yeah. So people back out. You want somebody on reserve, that kind of thing. Dude, that's crazy. Is it just anybody like Bob's barbecue is putting on a fight in the in the back parking no, lot or anything like that? No. Now it's that now that there's a commission, everything's licensed and way more professional. Okay. So yeah. no heavy ultra fight fight yeah we're not gonna have it i mean uh, you can do whatever you want to do fight league or whatever yeah i'll fight somebody in this basement i don't care <laughs> let's go i've got free time <laughs> i don't want to fight uh, the heavy ultra that? fight circuit coming soon that has a ring to it i would wear that shirt oh. and i would promote that okay we have a we have a buddy he's got another uh um production studio he's mm-hmm. got an octagon in his studio we'll Are go there serious? yeah it's in birmingham it's over on north side I need to know this. We'll buddy. go there. We've shot some music videos there. Uh-huh. I bet he let us fight there. Let us fight? We oh, ain't fight. I'm not fighting there. Um, you say you're not fighting. Come on, brother. Dude, I have no interest in. We're the main event. Come on. Oh, See brothers duke it out? No. No. Come on. Like the movie Warrior, except. That was a good movie. You can like pick who's movie. Tom Hardy and who's the other guy. Yeah, I'd be the other guy. Well, Tom Hardy walked away, didn't he? So I'd be the other guy. It's been a while. Either way, it's good you backed out because I beat your ass. Yeah, probably would. Oh, let's go. You're just going to take that. I'll just take he it. Is. That's fine. <laughs> I'm the younger brother, too. Yeah. Um, That's right. So, As a fellow younger brother, yeah, I'll back him. Let's go. Okay, we all have at it. I'll um, come to you for training. I'm available. Let's go. Let's go. All right, back on track. Sorry. So tell me about the training. Um, when you train someone who's walking in fresh, myself, for example, mm-hmm. if we're going to start this fight league, I guess I need to start training. He'd tell you to turn and um, walk away. He, you already backed out of your first fight. You I can still train. See, as a trainer, I'm here to build his confidence. No. So he says he's walking out, but he showed up to the gym, so that shows he wants to somewhere in his heart. Okay. So what do you do with someone who's walking in fresh? What's something you start out with? And, and what, do Just, you, what do you actually train in your kickboxing facility? Are you training people how to? Whoop ass. Like, are yes. they just doing it for exercise, or are they Most actually people, yeah. they're training for? Yeah, they're just doing it to get in shape, learn okay. a new skill. Uh, like I said, um, cardio is the most boring part of working out. So anyway, you can kind of trick yourself into doing it. It's fine. Like some people like riding bikes. Some people just enjoy running. Boxing and kickboxing burns a lot of calories. You can lose some weight, get in better shape, and gain a little skill. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So I know there's like an actual, um, like you said, skill involved. And I've mm-hmm. seen some of the videos you posted on your social media, like holding the, the pads and yeah. people boxing it and stuff. But you're not training any actual fighters. Right a few now. a few people at the garage. Uh, I still train people there. And if somebody hits me up, they say they want to do some pad work or do whatever, I'm available for them. I've okay. had fighters from other gyms that reach out, say they want to get a few rounds in or some guys that I used to train with back in the day. That just want to get back in fighting shape, maybe want to fight again, just want to ease into it, just get together with me, and we go a few rounds and do some stuff. So how long did you um, – all right, so getting back into your fighting career. Yes. Uh, you've got a trainer. You start working your way through the amateur circuit. You said you did like went 15 and 4. Yeah. Um, you didn't sustain any major injuries, I guess, during that time. No, not at um, that time. So what was the next step? I mean, at any time during this this – amateur circuit that you're doing is mm-hmm. there 
any prospect in your mind of like, hey, maybe I can make a career out of this, or maybe I can start making a little money here and there? I mean, or, in and the dreamer side of my brain is like, yeah, you can make it to the UFC. You've sure. got skills. You yeah. trained hard. But uh, essentially, I ran out of people to fight around here that were within my weight class. So I did go pro in 2010. Wow. Okay. And uh, just because of some poor, I mean, I'm not going to put it all on them. I lost the fights. I lost my first four pro fights just because I was fighting guys I shouldn't have been fighting anyway. So my first professional fight was against a guy that already had 10 professional fights. Oh, wow. So, like, so it's like a big step to go. It's a huge it. step. Cause like, did uh, you think you were ready for that first pro fight, or did you have some you're hesitation? You're not going uh, to. My fighter brain is <laughs> like, yeah, I can beat anybody. Yeah, like, if like I set I said, my mind to it, I can do it. Yeah, fighters are going to fight. Like, yeah. I've fought plenty of I fought out of my weight class. I fought guys that were like, you know, on the path to being the guy um just because my former coach he would just like you know we got a guy in that weight class throw him in there let him fight which is not a it's part of a coach's coach slash manager's job but in hindsight i would have handled things differently yeah so but i fought the fights i learned a lot in those still fun did no major injuries and uh just kind of kept plugging on. So you just kind of have to take the fights I guess you can get. I mean, when yeah. you first jump into yeah, the Yeah, from a very small gym with no backing, with no promotion backing us. Because at the time... Your name's not out there. No. And we didn't have any home promotions here in Alabama that were putting on fights. Because we weren't, we didn't have an athletic commission yet. Okay. We didn't get an athletic commission until, I want to say, like 2013. Really? I may be wrong. Okay. 13, 14, something around that. But uh, so I was fighting in usually in the other guy's hometown under a promotion that has his back. So they right. want him to win. They want he's him put, to win. And yeah, he's putting asses in the seats. Yeah, sure. So yeah, they want they want the crowd to cheer for him and come back and cheer for him so they can get that ticket money. And he looks great. He may move to the uh, next level, and they can say, "Hey, we have this guy here. You could be the next whoever this is." Mm-hmm. So did that, but. I mean, you know, there was it's always a bummer to lose, but I just kept kept training, kept pushing through and um I finally got my first pro win. Uh, you know, it, it just validated myself. Yeah. Like I can do this. I can fucking do this. I can beat people at this level. It's still on the regional circuit, but it's the pro, so it's a, a bit of a step up. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Even if nothing else, the rounds are longer. Because mm-hmm. in amateurs there's 3-minute rounds. And professional, there's five, and that's a long ass two extra minutes if you're like in the midst of trying to beat somebody up. Man, I bet, dude. Yeah, it seems yeah. like an exhausting lifetime. To... Yeah, man, endless. Um, when you're, uh, you said you lost the first four mm-hmm. that you fought. So was it that fifth fight that was your first pro win? First professional win. Yeah. Okay. We have a video, and I want to pull this up real quick, Katie. If you click on this link. Um, it's a KO of you knocking this dude out in like 10 seconds. Like half the video is already over. That was a good night. What what stage of your career was this? And you can just hit play where it's at. Okay, I think I can uh, I was very excited because though we'd had a uh, athletic commission for a few years, kickboxing wasn't regulated. So okay. this was the night of the first. Pro- I was the second professional uh, kickboxing match in uh, Alabama. Second professional kickboxing yeah. match. Wow. Yeah, some wow, guys fought dude. before me, and then so I look, fought you guys touch gloves. Yeah. And then a little side swipe there. 
Nope. Beep, nope. Boom. Beep, boom. boom. He's what? down. So it's yeah. like third contact with the glove, and he's down. That's yeah. crazy, man. Well, I'd seen him fight before, and I like to watch fight video on people that I'm going to fight just to do some research. Yeah. And, uh, he kind of did exactly what I thought he was going to do. He came in with his chin up. He and got that weak chin, boy. I don't know if it's weak or I just hit him solid. Dude, I think he just A little hit bit of A, solid. a little bit of B. That's Ooh. crazy. Um, so what what fight was this? Uh, Any idea? Well, by this time, I'd already done a lot of professional mixed martial arts and some boxing. Okay. So like that night I actually retired. Really? But then I, because I mean, I, my son had just been born and. Okay. So we're fast forwarding a lot with this video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a lot of years down the line when I had more dumb Man, tattoos. you did it for a lot. For a long time, man. That's yeah. got to be, it just seems like, it's not like any other sport where you're like uh, biking or playing tennis, you know? Like, yeah. To be in that kind of league and to even see, you know, people in the UFC who've had these long careers. Yeah. It's like amazing. That it's crazy can, for people at that level to be yeah. around that long because like it says something about them. That's like, crazy. You got to be tough, very tough. But I'm fortunate to have done it that long. And uh, I mean, I'll be 40 this year. And if somebody wants to fight me, I mean, I'll fight him. I don't care. Because uh, I retired that night, too, because I just had my son. He was yeah. a little boy. And I wanted to be around for him. So time training was time away from him. And I wanted to be there for my family. And, you know, I, my dad wasn't around growing up. So I really want to be a really good dad. And sure. I want to, you know, want him to know I love him and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, like a couple of years, like, Maybe a year and a half later, he grew up some, got more independent. I got a new job and was working one job for the first time in a lot of years. So I had time to train again, and I took another fight. Did not go my way. I thought I broke my foot, so Ooh. yeah, that that did suck. Sucked way more than the uh, bicep. Um, Dang. But, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a brutal sport, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I can imagine training is slightly easier on your body. Yeah. Um, how long have you, and I may have asked this earlier, but, um, how long have you been at the two gyms that you're working at currently? Uh, I left my sales job in, I want to say it was March. So yeah, I just been doing that. Like I'd already been doing it on the side. So when I decided to make that step away from the sales job, I just do them more now. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, I tell people like if you want to get a session with me, wherever you are, I can be there. Like I train, I train a couple of people in their garage. Now, do you know any other like martial arts forms like jujitsu or any of these? Other, I do. Like, like I know them well enough to apply them to myself. I'm not schooled enough to teach them. Okay. Like I'm more of a stand up guy. That's that was always my focus when I was fighting. So stand up to me is more fun. Yeah. So I want to do that more. Yeah, I think I read your bio on the garage and it said like you specialize in like striking or yeah. whatever that means. I guess yeah. that's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> instead of being more like a grappling type fighter, yeah. I guess that you know, yeah, there are people that just roll around on the floor. Yeah, it's very violent rolling around on the floor. Very violent. Yeah, well, that's cool. Um, so you got a lot of tattoos, obviously. I've seen. Um, <laughs> I got a few. Got a few, and I know you're tight with the with the good neighbor guys. I am. Have they done most of your tattoos that you've gotten? Or you just uh, got I think it's place? been a split between a lot of them and a lot of the guys at Nonstop Art. Okay. Yeah. I've yeah. got any tattoos over there. Um, yeah, NSA. Yeah. Nonstop Art. Um, I think Shane is one yeah, of the Shane, Shane, Terry, yes. and Chad. Yeah. yeah. Like Chad did 
most of this arm. Chad did my chest. Terry did my stomach. Yeah, those Shane's guys done are rad. Different stuff. Yeah. yeah, they're awesome. Now you mentioned earlier, were you like, uh, were you like uh, a doorman at like some local bars around town and stuff? Because you seem to know a lot of the same people. That, a lot of local bars. Lot of that's local bars. The, that's the reason I know so many people because I've been working in bars for a long time. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. After we scheduled this. Uh, podcast i was kind of doing a deep dive and i was like dude we like know all the same people but yeah. i've never met you so you, i've cool. probably Thanks checked your out. id before and be like all right man that's what i was gonna say you've probably checked more your IDs. than likely yeah yeah are you still doing that not at the moment no i was doing it a few places in town pre-covid then when that happened all mm. the bars shut down yeah. So I just haven't gone back to it. Haven't had to. I've enjoyed having regular working hours. Sure. Regular working hours. So you don't like working till four in the morning and it's not my favorite. Keeping the drunk people. Uh, I'll do it if I have home. to, yeah. but it's not my first choice of things to do. Now, where did you? Uh, any uh, war stories from from doing that? Man, just I learned after doing it for a while. I learned the best way to break up a fight between two people is just talk to them like children. Okay. Oh, wow. It's. No yeah. real war stories. I mean, I have had to. Uh, you of all people, the MMA fighter, not having to get in there and like. Because I don't want to. Dude out, yeah. Like uh, <laughs> one of my favorite ones. It, there were these two guys at Saturn. Like they were just jawing at each other in front of the stage. I just went over like, hey, they were both big guys. I'm like, hey, you either break it up or just fucking separate. I don't give a shit. And I just walked away and they both like came up to me later and apologized. Really? Like, hey man, we're sorry. Yeah. I'm like, just oh, th- glad was, you didn't kick us out. Yeah. I was being an asshole, man. Blah, blah, blah. It's a lot of that. That's I was like, right. Hey man, just chill the fuck out. That's cool. But yeah, it's a, a lot of people uh, like, I don't want to start beef with that guy. I'm like, I'm over here looking at pictures of cats on my phone. <laughs> I don't want to start beef with anybody. Dude, every time I go to like a bar and I see the dude that's, you know, has to work the door he just looks so bored out of his mind. And I always wonder if things like get crazy, like what you see on like TV shows. And it's stuff. occasional. Not it's, that I've ever seen. It's not every night Roadhouse, thank Roadhouse, God. Yeah. But uh, it, it can get rowdy. I've seen a few busted heads, not by my hand. Now, where did you work around town? Let's see. The first one, I worked at Zydeco, Speakeasy, Black Market, Iron City. That's crazy because I've worked a lot of places, man. I've seen shows at Zydeco where they throw people out of the show and they mm-hmm. literally throw them down both flights of stairs. Yeah, Zydeco. I that doesn't sound like you not at it. all. Okay, not it. That Never did that. Idea. I've okay. seen, I've seen, I've seen guys take people from the stage all the way out down that first flight, go down, <laughs> pick him up, and then throw him down the second flight. I heard a story once that I uh, knocked a guy out. I heard this story. Okay. This story has, it was not based in truth. Okay. But I've heard a lot of stories about myself that were not based in truth. So it's whatever. Okay. That's cool. I'm not a, you know, like I said, I'm not a super tough guy. I don't want to beat people up. Yeah. Well, you have I'm, that look though. You you just, you, you fit the profile of like somebody that's going to guard the door. Were you ever like a bartender or anything? Or? No, no. I did not want to deal with people in that uh, capacity. Okay. So like, hey, man, what's like up? Burger. You want a beer? Because that's all I'm going to give you. <laughs> I don't want to learn to make all these fancy drinks. Dude, I always thought, like, when moms first opened and uh, they were just doing strictly They were strictly work beer. there, too. Yeah. I was like, man, that would be, like, this best gig for What can do you want? What can do you want? Pop it. Here you go. I can do that. Yeah. And then they started serving liquor and, like, doing mixed drinks. And I'm like, ooh, I 
I can do that. I can get you a beer though. That is, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, when we open up the Heavy Ultra Bar, it's strictly, strictly cans can. only. Yeah. Heavy Ultra back. Bar and Fight Club. Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heavy Ultra it. Fight Circuit. That's what we got. Yeah. Be rad. It would be cool. I don't want to be in the fight circuit. I, I mean, Of course, I think circuit. it's a good idea because I'm me, but, you know. So what's the fight scene like now? Yeah. I mean, now that is, there is a commission, and, I mean, is there yeah. anybody who I'm going to see in the UFC coming out of Birmingham? There's a chance. Uh, I'm not as involved as I used to be because I'm not fighting. I'm not at all the events, but there's some very good gyms. There's a the garage. They have some people that fight out of there. There's SBG slash Spartan. I don't know which name they go by, but they're over in Homewood. Uh, they're very good. And there's those are just the local gyms that I know about. But there's always, it seems every event that I go to, there's some new gym and there's people, you know, popping up everywhere. Like it's mixed martial arts is very popular. So people really? want to train. People want to be tough. There's always teenage dudes that want to, put on muscle mm-hmm. and know how to fight to mm-hmm. get, impress girls. There's a lot of reasons people get into it. So there's a lot of people coming up that I don't know about. Yeah. But it's hard to keep up, I guess. It's very hard to keep up. Well, I see all the gyms popping up everywhere and I know they're not all gearing towards, you know, a lot of them are like CrossFit gyms. Yeah. A lot of, there's a lot of places that are just like, just for fitness. Yeah. Like uh, when my buddy Jeremy, he's the one that opened the garage. He did not want a competition team. He just wanted a place to, like a fitness gym, you just wanted that, but people like me started coming around. Like, hey, <laughs> I, don't know, I, I like to fight people for money and stuff. So, has he got anything in the works? Or uh, I think the, the gym's always got different competitions coming up. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Um, so, if I were to come in there and, and wanted to start training, or anybody that's listening that mm-hmm. may want to start training with you, what would you start out on? Like, what what can I expect the first? The basics. The basics. So what yeah. are the basics? Throwing a one, throwing a two. Okay. You can rule the world with a one-two. Okay. The Klitschko brothers rule the heavyweight division for a decade with a one and the threat of a two. Okay. So if you get the basics down, then you go from there. But if you don't have the basics down, it's kind of just a mism- mishmash of you flailing your arms around. <laughs> now, when you fight... Uh, mixed martial arts versus, say, boxing. Are mm-hmm. they scored the same way? Like, I know with boxing and stuff, you may not always have a clear-cut winner. They go back mm-hmm. and they have judges that actually score it based on how many times you hit your opponent and stuff. I guess yeah. mixed martial arts the same way. Same, same deal. Yeah, it's a lot of ring control slash octagon control. Same thing. Who's who's more aggressive? That's who could... If they're not landing a lot of shots, they kind of base it on who's being more aggressive. Or style. Does that come yeah. into play? Like yeah, your footwork and stuff? Yeah, see, with mixed martial arts, that's the... Um, that's a very big part of it because some guys' styles are just... They come forward even though they're not doing much. But there's guys that move around, move sideways, but they're hitting you the whole time. Mm. So it's a it's a lot to come into play. Yeah, I always wondered, like, you know, at the end of a, some of the few fights that I've watched, mm. um, I'm like, who won? I don't know. I mean, Yeah, like, I don't ever want to be a judge. I'll be a ref. I have thought about becoming a ref, but I don't want to be a judge. What would it take to be a ref? I just have to put in the paperwork, ref my whatever amount of rounds to, like, in practice. That seems like that'd be cool. It'd be right up your alley, man. Yeah. I mean, I still may do it. I mean, I got time. I said I was going to do it a while ago when I retired. So we'll see. Get in there, ref fights, make sure nobody gets killed. Yeah. You know, you get to be close to the action, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's what uh, Cody, the guy that ref that fight we watched, he used to fight. And now he's 
been a ref for a lot of years now. Mm. That's cool. Sweet, man. Um, so no chance of you getting back in the ring or, or you, it's crossed your mind. It looks like, I mean, it's bit, always maybe. crossed my mind. We could see a uh, comeback. I am not opposed to it. If somebody wants to if fight, the right fight comes fight. along. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to fight, you know, some dude from glory. Who's glory is a very large, you're based in a very large promotion based in Europe. I'm not going to fight some guy that just came from there. But if somebody's, you know, you're not going to be somebody's stepping stone, I guess. No, nah, I don't okay. want to be that, but I will fight somebody. Uh, if somebody's dad wants to get beat up, I'll yeah. beat up somebody's dad. I'm fine with that. Well, you got a sponsor. We'll sponsor you. It's appreciated. Yeah, we'll give you a t-shirt and a high five. Hell yeah. I mean, that's all it takes for me, honestly. Oh, dude, we'll and print a six-pack a... after you're done. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I won't drink it because I'm straight edge. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, yeah, it is. Let's go. Um, so talk about that. Why? What? What's the the meaning behind straight edge for you? Uh, for me, I just never had any interest in drinking or smoking. I mean, there's really not much of a story to it. There's no trauma behind it. Uh, I didn't think about until, I, like I said earlier, my dad wasn't around when I was a kid, and that was because of drugs. I didn't think about it until I was in my 30s. Like, well, maybe that has a part in it. But it's um, interesting, man. That's an interesting decision. When did you decide to, to become straight edge? I just never or just started. Sort of like, yeah, I just never started. I just, or when did you start identifying? Because I know oh, when I was um, like a teenager. When you start listening to hardcore music and, and you put yeah. X's on your hands and all that stuff. I got I got a lot of X's on me. Um, in my early twenties, I guess I just like really said I was straight edge. I used to just say I used to just say I'm not straight edge. I'm just drug free. Like, mm, yeah, whatever. But I'm wear straight your dare edge. t-shirt and stuff. Yeah, I do have a dare t-shirt. Yeah. those things are coveted now. You can't find them. Anymore. Yeah. Somebody got it for me a lot of years ago, and it's kind of snug now, but I still have it. That's cool, man. That's uh, I respect that. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I just never really like. It's not a matter of willpower. Like, I don't. I just don't want to. It's not. Yeah. I, there's nothing drawing me to it to make it a willpower situation. I just never had any interest. Yeah. Even though I've spent a lot of time in bars, and hanging say, out with my yeah, friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had my buddy Chase on um, way back. Uh, Chase Glasgow, Chase. Yeah. and uh, he got sober, and he's been sober mm-hmm. for several years. And um, I, I think at one point we asked, was it difficult to kind of be around the nightlife situation and not be inclined to try to drink and stuff? And he was like, no, it's the opposite. You know, everybody's like super supportive. And Yeah. I think he referred to like a Brian Regan joke where it's like, you know, I equate it to, you know, mayonnaise. You know, somebody asked like, you don't eat mayonnaise? Can, can I have mayonnaise? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just exactly like, no, like don't that. be weird. I won't be weird. Like I just don't drink. It's not a big deal. Like, yeah, yeah, like people. Will, uh, a lot of my friends are bartenders, so like if they're getting somebody around a shots and I'm with that group of people, they'll give me like some sprite or something. Chase said the Chase same said thing. The same yeah, thing. that's funny. Yeah, that's yeah cool. still got a party. That's cool. Well, since we're talking about, it, I'm gonna get another one. Sweet, do that. Um, so when you're not uh, doing mixed martial arts and. Um, Training other people to, to beat the crap out of each other. Uh, or just what do you do in your free just time? Just getting in shape, or just getting into shape. Yeah. Uh, what do you do in your free time, man? What do you do for fun? I watch so much fucking TV. Okay. I'm a very active, lazy person. I was about to say you look like you're in good shape, man. I know the the training and stuff. Do you do any kind of other like uh, cardio? Do you ride? Do you um, run? Do you do anything like that? I run. I run a lot. Okay. And um, I enjoy running. My knees don't love running, but I love running. Nobody loves running. I mean, we all just. Do I it mean, we have to. I do it because it's you know, it's a uh, it's cheap therapy for me. Like that's what working out is. It's always been my go to, like my default thing to do. De stress. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm such a happy go lucky person now. I feel like a lot of runners say that too. You get to that point in your running stage where it's like 
zen almost. Like yeah. your your mind isn't focused on what your body's doing. You're like, before you know it, you're like 15 miles deep and you're like, oh, shit, this is where I'm at? All right, turn around and go back. Like it's very like. I think it's addicting. It's like you got to yeah, yeah, you know, it's like. Yeah. Um, I mean, for a lot of. Meditation, the, that's the word I was looking for. Meditation yeah. running. Right. <laughs> for um, a, a lot of times I lived on Highland. Like I would see the same people almost every day. Either they're running or I'm out running, just getting it in. Yeah. It's part of some people's routine. Well, I know Katie works at Oak Mountain and um she sees the same people coming at like five AM every morning that are just like hardcore <laughs> runners that I guess have day jobs and do other things. But yeah. You just gotta get that, that smooth twelve miles in before yeah, they start their day. They can have Casey that shit. status. I'm not getting up that early. When I worked in surgery, there was there was a few people that were like, Yeah, I got up at four thirty and went to the gym every morning. Like I go after work. Yeah. Four thirty, I'm gonna be busy sleeping. Sure. That's cool. Um yeah, I got into like cycling. Uh, I've been doing that a little bit. And when I say cycling, I'm not like road biking like uh my friend Nathan who we had on last week. Mm-hmm. But uh mountain biking, you know, has been really fun. Been really into yeah. that lately. Um haven't really I don't know, man. It's running is like a love hate thing for me. Sometimes I love it and then other times I'm just like Especially in the middle of July, trying to go to the park. Yeah, that's a bad move. In Alabama, it's like, it like, sucks. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll get my cardio elsewhere. Like, I'll punch a bag or get on the rower or the treadmill or something. But I just feel better when I run outside just because of the scenery and other things distracting me from the fact that I'm running however You don't want to get miles. on a treadmill and just stare at the screen? Yeah, I know. For four or five miles. I'll get on there and listen to Heavy Ultra there and Let's run go. those miles. Let's go. Promotion within the episode. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Worked that in there. Um, I earned my sponsorship. Yeah. You can keep that, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to. Do you, uh, do you like lift weights or do anything I lift like a lot that? of weights. Lift yeah, a lot I, of weights. That's obvious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this old guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. For a long time while I was training, while I was really into training and like when I was going into my professional career i didn't lift weights at all so that was a lot of my 20s not spent lifting weights but now like i can lift weights because i had to keep my weight at a certain range that was my next question what weight division were you in i fought at mostly 185 and 205 and you said sometimes you had fights with people outside of your weight yes i fought because because that's who they had and i fighters are dumb and fighters gonna fight (laughs) so if you give me a heavyweight like yeah okay i'll fight this heavyweight What's like a heavyweight? Define a heavyweight. Anything above 205 pounds. Like, there's some huge guys. Let's say a guy, John Jones, usually walks at, like, so they say around, like, 230 or so. He can cut down to 205. As long as you make 205 on the scale the night before the fight, you're good you to go. shout down the night before. Yes. Yeah. Um, but some guys that are way too big or just don't want to cut that weight, they're heavyweights. So I'd show up a few times. I'd show up to fight a guy. I've been cutting weight and whatever. Like I'm at whatever weight I'm at, and like, hey, your guy didn't show or backed out or got hurt or whatever. But we have this guy, and <laughs> fighter this brain is like, dude. cool. I'll fight him. What's the biggest guy you ever fought? Uh, about two forty ish. Two forty ish, and you're yeah. at one eighty five. Well, no, well, the heaviest I ever got was about two twenty five, but that's just because my diet was shit. Okay. Uh, like even right now I'm about 215 I weigh less than I did when I was in high school I also take care of myself a little bit better that's good yeah you know I'm in it for the long run because I got a boy to chase around but a still, lot man, revolves around him you're fighting somebody that's like 30 pounds bigger you know I mean is there a huge 
advantage to that weight or are they slower I mean, do you uh, have, like, it depends on the person because i know big, some dumb and slow <laughs> i mean i don't know i don't know i'm just asking a stupid question no it, that's not a stupid question at all because like there are those outliers there are just some guys that are big and quick like walt harris who i mentioned earlier he's like six five two sixty ish very fast really yeah wow. that's a that's what got him a lot that that that's what's got him a lot of success in his fighting career it was like he's so big but he's also so fast. Wow. So there are those guys, but a lot of the guys that I was fighting that were heavier weights, like they weren't that. Now you said you had, we showed the the knockout here that you said was kind of like your retirement fight. Mm -hmm. How many KOs did you end up having throughout your career? You said there's more than I one. Uh, yeah, there's a few. Um, or anyone that stands out, like was, is there a favorite fight? that you uh, oh, My yeah. very first like, I'd gotten a few TKOs where you, you're hitting them and the ref says, all right, stop. Yeah. So the fight's so done. So TKO. Yeah, TKOs. Total knockout? My, what does that mean? Uh, sure, total knockout. Tubular knockout. Technical knockout. Technical knockout. <laughs> Tubular, dude. Tubular. You killed him. Um, my very first, like, I hit him and he goes down and he doesn't get back up knockout. That was the one that stuck out to me because that was the first time that ever happened. Okay, that's that wasn't this one feeling. that we just watched. No, that that one's on YouTube. It's like a thousand years old. Okay. but yeah, still man, that was the one in Vegas. The and feeling we of hitting man. someone and then watching them drop, and you're just like, oh my god, I just did that. That's crazy. Yeah. And there's what? a there's a boxer Julian Jackson who fought the '80s, early '90s. Uh, he'd hit people, and they're like, he knows they're done. They're going out, and he would point to them. And that's what I did in that fight. That was because of him. Like, he's down. It's kind of cocky, but I also felt really good about myself yeah. at the time. Like, that's the high you chase oh, as sure. a fighter. That's yeah. badass. Adrenaline levels like here. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Were you ever nervous before a fight? Would you ever have a fight like maybe one some of those ones where you're fighting outside your weight class where you're like, holy shit, I'm about to die. Like, was there early, ever that feeling? Early on, I would get nerves. But the longer you do it, the nerves kind of go away. For me, the nerves kind of went away, and I was just ready to do the thing. Like um, if I was fighting later in the card, I would try to find somewhere to sleep or to just be. Sleep. <laughs> I really love to nap. Uh, yeah, that was always that became part of my game plan. Like get there at whatever time I'm supposed to be there per the commission, yeah. and find somewhere to just lay down, put my headphones on, and just, just, just be. zen out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, I'm just ready to, I'm just, like, if I had it my way, I would just show up and fight. Show up, get wrapped up, fight. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like, I don't want to get here away. and then, like, right, right. stare at people for 30 minutes, and I'm sure people are going to want to talk to you about whatever else. Like, man, yeah, man, that's cool. I'm ready to go fight. How much of the fight, in your opinion, is a mental game? Uh, more than people would really understand from the outside because it's a lot of you gotta have the confidence and the will to a lot of fighting is just getting in there and throwing the punches yeah yeah because a lot of people sometimes people get in there and they just freeze up and like mm -hmm. they don't do they're too much in here so if you can re get relaxed enough to the point where okay you know what you're capable of you know they have the same weapons you have you just go in there and treat it like a sparring session that's what that's what I would do to keep my heart rate down a little bit. Yeah. Well, I can imagine, especially if you're on location and maybe your fight your match is later in the in the evening or whatever, mm -hmm. and you have that downtime before yeah. the fight to kill. That's where your mind would start kind of like, well, what if this happens, or what yeah. if I do this, or 
you know, you maybe you have a game plan going into it. You said mm -hmm. you would study the fighter. Uh, that yeah, you're going usually, to. yeah. But it, no matter Stop how second guessing yourself or whatever, you know, I would I mean? always have those moments while I was getting my hands wrapped. Okay, like I'm getting there, saying I get my hands. I'm like, shit, this is what my life is. <laughs> Here we go. Or like depending on my mood, like some days I'm like, well, this is what my life is. I guess we got to do this. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is what we fuck we do. Like <laughs> some tough guy shit in my head that I would yeah. never say out loud. Uh, but I was all over the place. It just depended on my mood that day or how I felt about my training camp camp or how I felt about my opponent and what I could do and how to give myself an advantage. That's the kind of stuff that would go through my head while I was getting ready. Man. Yeah. I can imagine right before like getting hands wrapped or like, okay, this is it. I'm about to go. Yeah. Like, the ring. I like, bet. Like there's no turning back now. So. Do they have the, like intro music and stuff? Like, do yeah. they do, you gotta do walk all in, that? What's you your walking walk song? I've had a lot. Uh, my favorite one to come out to, uh, well, that I came out to was a fight in Coleman. I was re actually rematching the guy that I fought in my very first fight because it was such a good fight that that same promotion did it again. It was in Coleman, and I came out to Somebody to Love by Queen. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. And then I beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, yeah. So you that's ended up winning the second fight. Yes, too. I won. Oh, okay. Dude, that's sick, man. Yeah, I mean, he was a buddy of mine. Like, I've never fought anybody that I had any beef with. Everybody I've ever fought, like, we were friends at that point because you've shared something with somebody that not a lot of people are going to really understand or get or do. So, yeah. like, there's that camaraderie in it. I've never had, I can't think of anybody that I've had beef with. There's some people whose mindset that I don't agree with, but. You is know, that is that pretty time. typical in like the the world of MMA? I mean, it's pretty mutual respect. I mean, yeah. you see like you see these big fights that get all the promotion and stuff, and it's like these dudes are like, you know, like they have the little um, what is it like the thing where they're sitting at the table press conference the press conference yeah, and those fights are almost breaking out there at the table. And I don't yeah. know how much is that a show versus like it's, it's really all show. Hate it. it's yeah. all show it's okay. all show it's all beef that's manifested on either side like. Yeah. If it's a rematch, then it's usually way more hostile than the previous match was because, like, they have this history. Oh, you won. You think you won. That kind of yeah bullshit. But I wonder um, how much of that is actually real versus like just the theatrics of it. You know, like, it's a lot of theatrics. Like it's it's what's gonna it's what sells, sells tickets. Fight, sure. Yeah, like me, who's just I'm gonna watch anybody fight, whether I know who they are or they don't. If there's fights on TV, I'm gonna watch them. But you do need that to sell tickets to somebody who may not mm -hmm. get it unless like, oh, he's going to kill him because he said this about his wife. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, it doesn't take that to get me in it, but do what you got to do. What is your take on the uh, the Paul brothers? And they're, they, they go from YouTube and jump into the world of fighting and it's a huge show. And I've heard the argument like, yeah, they don't deserve to be here. But at the same time, people can't seem to turn away from them. It's is like, there something to that? Do you see this becoming a trend of more people like, I I'm just going to be the next Conor McGregor and yeah. just have all eyes on me and just yeah. make, you know, like, because there's money to be made whether yeah. the fans love you or hate you. Yeah. You it's know? the same thing with Floyd. Like, people would buy the tickets or buy the pay-per-view just to see him lose. Yeah. He didn't lose, but they'd still buy the ticket hoping that he would. Yeah. Like, I can't hate on anybody getting money. Like, get your money however you can get it. Like, and they're getting way more money than I ever got or probably will ever get, if we're being honest. But they don't, from a purely boxing standpoint, there's guys that work have worked way harder and are better boxers that won't make the money that they're making. Yeah. So 
if I have a beef, there's the beef. Okay. Do you so, do you think it's bad for the sport? You know, with people uh, like that, or do you see it as just? I that's, mean, there's that's entertainment in the everything. It yeah, it's like even b- basketball has the All Star Weekend and the Slam Dunk Contest. That's what that is for pugilism. Yeah, because that rapper, um, what's his fucking name, Blueface. Blue, I don't know his music. Blueface, baby. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That guy. I don't know. Uh, Was he getting into boxing? He fought some face? dude from TikTok on the last bare knuckle boxing card. What? He was on that. Yeah, I didn't know he was on that. Yeah. Because uh, I watch all forms of pugilism, whether I participate in it or not. I've been offered to do those, and I am not gonna. Okay. All right. Uh, school me on the world. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So did Blueface get whooped? No, he beat the shit out of this young man. Was it a TikToker, <laughs> dude? Uh, yeah. He beat okay. the shit out of this okay. young man. Yeah, okay, it, was, wow. it wasn't close. I think it went to the second round, but I only, I didn't pay for it. Uh, it just popped up on YouTube. Like, where well, I'll watch this. That's crazy. Shout out Blueface. Wow. Yeah, sure. All right. All right. Um, I was going to ask, uh, you mentioned bare knuckle boxing. Yes. Is that a thing? It's a thing, and it's Is become it quite regulated? popular. Is it's it regulated. They just had a show here in Birmingham last month, maybe the month before. Did it used to be called Fight Club? <laughs> no. Brad Pitt was not in attendance. Okay. I'm not sure he even... That's what I think of, yeah. like... No, like so they, no pads, no they nothing. tape up their um wrists. What's the difference between tape on the wrist and what you did? I, I mean, guess you had the, an actual it's club. just a support. So okay. you can land a good punch. You want a solid wrist. Yeah. Because wrist support is very impo- important. Uh but yeah, they just it's a lot of broken hands, a lot of lacerations yeah, to the face. I can imagine the knuckle just against your skull. Yeah, because the small the up. MMA gloves are small, but they're more for your protection than the protection of the person you're punching. Yeah. Because that little bit of padding is a lot. It yeah. makes you, it gives you the ability to punch harder. Really? So with no padding, you, you can punch still punch it. as hard. Yeah, but you're gonna break your hand. Yeah, you'll hurt somebody, or they're at least hurt, hurt your hand too. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Is there a proper way to? Like when you curl your fingers in, is that wrong versus like? Yeah, I've heard, I've seen people like do that with their thumb and do not do that because you're gonna break that thumb. thumb. But yeah, just a regular smash your thumb off. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. No, bro, you got to do like this and go for the eyes. (laughs) That's a different tactic. The world of bare knuckle boxing. That's crazy. Yeah, Um, it's a. They're paying people a lot. I got. I would watch it. I would totally I, I, watch I that. I do watch it. It's brutal, man. I it's, yeah, when, it's, when, it gets rough sometimes. Now, like, is this like, where do you watch bare knuckle boxing? Is that same like, place you watch any? Same place you watch anything? Yeah. YouTube. YouTube. So, but you said it's regulated. So I it's mean, regulated. It just got regulated here. Uh, the the event they had recently was the very first one here. But before that, they were doing them in Mississippi because it was regulated there. What's the governing body that regulates such? I assume it's just the regular athletic commission. Athletic commission. Yeah, like Alabama was behind a lot of states, at least our neighboring states, on getting MMA regulated. We had boxing, but they were focused on trying to get MMA because there's people here, there's money to be made. It's an octagon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now when they do these mixed martial arts fights or bare knuckle boxing. Are mm-hmm. you doing like, I know in boxing they do, um, they put like the, it's like the, the Vaseline. oil, the Vaseline. Vaseline. That's what yeah. I'm looking for. Do they mm-hmm. do that? Yes. So that you, you're not sticking, I guess it's Yeah, like it's to help the punches slide off a little bit. Does that help at all? It does. Okay. Yeah. I usually put some on before I spar for the same reason. 
just so the glove doesn't stick to your face. Yeah, you don't get as many your friction burns because they suck. Yeah, I'm sure Almost it all worse sucks, than, man. Getting punched I mean, in the face in any capacity. Does not I've been in fun. a world of punching people for over a decade, so it's my normal. It doesn't even seem that crazy to me anymore. Does the beard help? No. No, okay. Doesn't help, doesn't hurt. I see a lot of dudes with big burly beards, and I'm like, man, that's got to offer at least some protection. Or maybe a little no. bit. It still no. hurts. Still hurts. If I hit you with a hammer on top of your head with hair on it, yeah, it it's still going to suck. Good good analogy. That's funny. Um, <laughs> dang. Bare knuckle boxing. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. It's I, don't wa- I don't watch a lot of fighting. Um, I watch probably too much fighting that I may be desensitized. I don't know. I also grew up watching Freddy Krueger films, so, and I think they're hilarious. Where I feel like the tables turned is our mother. We went out to dinner one night at a restaurant <laughs> we never went to, and it was solely because they had pay-per-view boxing or the mm-hmm. UFC fight on. And it was the fight with Brock Lesnar, where like at the end of the fight he like trash talked Bud Light. And then he had to come out UFC and do an apology. UFC 200. Yeah. So that was the first. 100. That's the first UFC I've ever seen. Uh-huh. And that's the UFC fight that got my mom into UFC, was watching Brock Lesnar. Who's the like, most innocent, annihilate. like, just. That's right. Yes. Knowing our mother, she's like, church going, no crust words. good old Southern Christian Sweet woman. tea. And she was like, we're going to watch the fight. We're going to watch like, this blood fest. That yeah, is, that, yeah, that fight was a blood fest. Yes. <sighs> that was my first fight I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I remember watching that with, uh, I watched that with my team at the time. Like we all went to our coach's house and we watched that. I remember watching that. Mm. Yeah. My mother would not want to see that. It was crazy. And then, so that was like my first exposure to it. And I'm like, damn, this is. That's pretty cool. It's the first yeah. time I've ever seen anything like that before. You picked a good one. Like, there's blood on the mat, and I'm like, this is on live oh, TV. Like, crazy. they're watching this. <laughs> it was crazy. Watching this dude get killed. Uh, any memorable or any up-and-coming fights that you're excited about, whether professional or local? or, um, or Like, if I wanted to go watch local fighting, where would I go? Is well, there a... I know there is local. Yes. Uh, one of the artists we film for, he fights, and he wins, like, pretty good money doing it. Mm-hmm. He's a younger dude, though. But I, I know it's local. I know he's fighting local. Yeah, uh, there's a promotion, Strike Hard. They've been around since before the commission, but now they've joined up with this. I don't know what they are. I guess they're in a bigger promotion. They just help out smaller promotions. But B2 Fighting Series, they do the local stuff usually. Where? Uh, they've done they the, that one was at the uh, Zamora Temple in Irondale. They recently had one in Trussville at whatever they have in trustful that can house a fight hmm. um so there's different community centers or yeah different event yeah venues like, dude, where they can set up a, yeah. yeah i went to kentucky and fought in a barn house really you can have a fight anywhere <laughs> you can have a fight anywhere yeah That's i cool. fought <laughs> pre-commission you could wherever you can put up a tent wherever you can put up a cage you can have a fight i fought in the space between a hooters and a gas station Put up a cage, put a tent over it. There's your fight. Wow! In Tuscaloosa, I fought in the back of a field and stream store. No way, really. Put up a cage, put up a tent. You got fights. I was going to talk about uh, kind of the Birmingham show scene. Did you go in any like hardcore shows or anything back yes. in the day? Yeah. Cave Nine, a little bit of history there, I would imagine. I was there. It was before I knew people, really. So, like, I was just a guy. I was just a fly on the wall amongst this. Now I'm friends with a bunch of people that were there. But I didn't I didn't go there, like, with a group of people. 
the mm. same way like we were just saying like i'm friends with a lot of people but i'm not in any specific group of people i don't think i'm attached to any group so i just kind of you know show up i'm like hey now the people that consider themselves to be like straight edge i mean is that like a group or an association or is that just more of a lifestyle it's more a lifestyle and i don't think there are enough of us around locally to be a crew yeah yeah well because exactly. not to rag on straight edge but there were some How people who like we just talked about would take it too far yeah and was like would really take it to the next level like you couldn't just hang out like if i wasn't straight edge then we could not be friends and if you found out that i wasn't straight edge you would cut ties with me altogether. but then i found tim who was straight edge and he loves everybody he doesn't judge anybody so he still consider himself to be straight edge? no not up until like maybe just a couple of years ago Oh. We took shots on New Year's, and he's like, oh, I'm not Edge anymore. I'm not <laughs> Edge anymore. Did he just find what? out? Was that new information for yeah, him on New Year's? Like, yeah. Happy New Year's. I guess I drink now. He's like, oh, I'm not Edge anymore. I'm not uh, Edge anymore. What? I broke the oath. Yeah. Like, well, got to get these X's scraped off. <laughs> scraped <laughs> off my skin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't care what other people do. Like, I'm straight Edge because I want to be straight Edge because it's what, it's, it's what works for me. I know that when I was like in the like the show scene and going to like Cave Nine and stuff a lot and listening to all the death metal bands I used to listen to, that was like a big thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, like uh, I think there was a, a lot of local bands. One in particular, I can't think of the name, but the only thing I associated with Straight Straight Edge was like they didn't smoke, they didn't drink, they cussed a lot, and they always got in fights. It was always like. And Story there was this one dude in particular, and I wish I could, you know, I'd butchering it. I need to ask my friend Nick. He would know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was my only, like, real – I never really knew anybody that considered themselves to be straight edge. Or, Man, I know a lot of people that used to be straight edge, whether I knew them then or not, but they still have the tattoos to say they were straight mm -hmm. edge. I know a lot of people. That's like, hardcore, yeah. man. You get the tattoos. That's, like, oh, for yeah. life, man. I mean, you know, for life. Yeah, whatever works for you at the time. Yeah. That's Any new tattoos my, planned? You're starting to run out of room, man. Yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah. I got this whole thigh just open for no reason. And Ryan Ryan was tattooing me last week, and he pointed that out because I was wearing shorts. I'm like, what you doing with this thigh up here? Like, I don't know. What was your most recent tattoo from Ryan? Uh, it was uh, just a raven on my shin to cover up something I had prior okay just because well it was a nope it had no pussy shit okay <laughs> on some uh, <laughs> on a banner and my son can read and so I, don't like, wanna, oh, I, need to get I don't want to have to explain why i have no pussy shit tattooed on me i need to get that so, taken care of yeah, yeah i just got that blasted over that's cool with a nice bird sweet man that's awesome yeah what's the big chest piece you had i know we kind of referred to that uh, earlier. it's a samurai battle scene with, uh it looked with a samurai painful. stabbing a demon chad did it and it's awesome and i love it that's gnarly how long did that it take to gnarly. get gnarly I think about two sessions of three, three and a half hours. Yeah, it was uh, not That's tight. That's intense, man. Yeah, you know, I'm an intense guy. Any head tattoos really. coming your way? Not planning on it, but... Face knows? tattoos I mean, are the I rage, have, uh, man. Well, not a, even face, just like... I have a little thing on the behind my ear. It's an X, predictably. Um, the edge. The edge. Nail to it. The baby. Oath. Uh yeah, just getting getting a straight edge. That's my gap feel. Like I want to get tattooed. What don't I have that straight edge? 
Um, I don't know. I have been batting around the idea of getting the back of my head tattooed, but also son don't want to exactly son. I uh, don't want to hear my mom's opinion about it. Yeah, man, because she already deals with all this. Yeah. I think I could do anything, but like anything above my like neckline. Yeah. my mom would just be like, really. Like that would just crush her. You know? Yeah, she didn't notice this thing behind my ear. It's been there for a few years until I was driving her somewhere. And she looked, is that a tattoo behind your ear? Like, yep. Yeah. But mm. she's kind of, you know, she doesn't know what all of them are unless I point them out specifically. But she just knows I have but a she's lot of supportive, tattoos. I would guess. Yeah. She's degree. accepting. She's accepting. We'll say accepting, accepting, not supportive. You can be as tough as you want to be until mom shows up. I'm a like, mama's oh, boy, man. Yeah, like man. it's. That's Me the too. reason I never moved away because yeah. I want to be near my mama. Respect it. Yeah. Us she too. hates that I fought people for a long time. Oh, yeah. How was yeah. that? I hey, did, mom, I got my Did first she come fight. to your fights? Absolutely not. No? Uh, I was doing for doing it for damn near a year before I even told her about it. Whoa. Really? Yeah. How do you explain the, like, the, I mean, I would imagine you have to go to Knock dinner. Knock on with wood. And you got, like, I don't, never got, I'm good at protecting this. Really? Uh. Yeah. Uh, never had anything too bad up here. Never had to have stitches or anything. Uh, but I only told her because I was doing a fight locally and they were being advertised on the TV. <laughs> like I wasn't in the commercial, but they were saying my name and like showing a picture or something. And I didn't want that to be the way that she, right. found, she found out. out. So I didn't want to be like, hey, hey, monk, I saw you on a on a TV uh, commercial. Man. So, but I'm glad I did tell her when I did because. She was working at a like part time at a clothing store at the time, and like the weekend after I told her, they had posters up about the fight. Yeah, so, do you still have any of those posters? I wish I did. If I had, dude, I want one. Man. Dude, I wish I did. That'd I don't so know. Rad. I wasn't thinking at the time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I should have kept a lot of stuff. It's got you man. in the fight position. That's so rad. You know, being super tough. Well, dude, I look at some of your photos you got posted on Instagram, man, and it's like. You look tough. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to climb in the ring with you. So let's talk about this picture right here, Katie, if you click on that first one right there. I think that epitomizes, like, what your opponent sees when he climbs in the ring with you, and I would be absolutely terrified. Um, I mean, you know. Do you know, when was this photo taken? Uh, it was before the fight. Uh, that we watched earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's that it was that point. night. My first kickboxing You're on top match. of the world the right caption, there. Baby. The caption is, three years ago, I knocked out a dude in nine <laughs> seconds. That was cool. <laughs> I'm cool. I mean, that night, I was the coolest. Yeah. That was cool. I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and my son slept through it. I can't argue with really? that. So that's super cool. <laughs> dude, man. that's rad, man. But yeah, man. It's a... Beast mode. Look at that. It's a different, like... I felt I always felt like a different person when I was in there. Like I'm still what's me, the, but what's like, that energy like? You got the crowd behind you. Just being in, ready to go. It's like, like see, yeah. my nerves would be like on. Like I feel like haywire. my adrenaline would yeah, be through dude. the roof. Yeah, trying to a lot. It was a lot of trying to calm myself down because you don't want to get in there and just like empty the clip and right, I don't right. say blow your wad, but that's you know whatever. Right. Uh, you don't want to blow your wad too early, and you're just like suffering through the next however many rounds. What's the longest you were ever in a in a match? Is uh, it a match? Is that what three you match fight? Match same thing. fight. What's the longest you uh, ever like? Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Yeah, three five minute rounds. Three five went minute to rounds. I've gone. I went to decision twice. Of all my fights, I went to decision twice. So that's what it's called, going to decision. Yeah. When you like make it through, the round's over, and now they have mm -hmm. to So it's up to the, the judge's points. decision now. So okay. it's whatever they say. I got you. I got yeah. you. 
Dude, that's intense, man. That'd be a long 15 minutes. In between it's, those rounds, how much time do you one have? One minute. You get one minute mm-hmm. to like sit there and recoup. That's why cardio is such a huge part of fighting. I'm yeah. imagining like the Rocky Balboa scene where your coach is in your face. You got to protect yourself. You got to throw the rights and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah I so was, I was it ever in, like that? Is your coach uh, in the ring? That's what I'm curious. Or is he shouting yeah. at you through the fence? Uh, yeah, you get one person in. Usually, depending on the commission, you get one person in or two. But they come in, usually ice on your back, ice on your chest, you telling off. you, yeah, telling you what you need to do. Keep doing this. Don't do this. Look for this. Wait for this. Slow down. Speed up. Need more. Seconds. Need less. And you're just trying to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I That's got another lot. five minutes. Well, we started uh, in that minute. The, as soon as you get in there, as soon as your butt hits the stool, you got deep breaths to s- try to slow your heart rate down and get your breathing under control because it doesn't matter what they're telling you if you're... <sighs> Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, whatever. I don't, I don't know. Um, water. I need water. Yeah. Um, in my last fight, when I thought I broke my foot in the first round, uh, Jeremiah were talking about it recently. He said he just sat down and looked straight ahead. He was like, I, th- I broke my foot. And he was like, what? I broke my foot. I was just mad. I wasn't tired or anything. I was just mad. Did you continue to fight after you Oh, yeah, I kept you, fighting. You kept fighting? Kept fighting. On what you thought was a broken foot? Yep. Is that normal? I guess most people. I you mean, said the fighter mentality. You like, go to yeah, the yeah. If you're fighting, if we're fighting, we're fighting. Yeah. We're fighting until I broke yeah. both my ankles, but I'm gonna uh, crawl back out there and we're yeah, gonna keep fighting. I'm gonna claw his fucking eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use whatever I got. I'm gonna use it to beat this dude. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, you get a minute to um, like you know go over technique, anything. Look for something. Look for this. Don't do this. And just try to calm yourself down and do it again. Another five minutes or three minutes, however. How fast does that five minutes go by? Does it feel agonizingly slow? It depends it on how the fight's going. Yeah, I'd imagine the, so. The, and the, like one of the decisions I went to, we were standing pretty much the whole fight. So it felt like that went so much faster than the other one. The other one, the guy was trying to wrestle me so much. So it's a lot of in close, grappling, digging, trying to get up. He's a really good wrestler. So he took me down. So I spent a lot of time getting up. It's a lot of, uh, so conditioning is 90% of it. Have you ever gotten in the ring with somebody who just because I've seen fights where the opponent stays away the mm-hmm. whole match and they kind of walk the ring and they never come up to contact? I have you ever gotten in the ring with somebody who's just like, like you're we're, chasing them? The we're whole time. here to fight. Hate come to fight your ass that. over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've ne- that. Luckily, I never was in any of those. Like everybody I fought, they came to fight. I wonder what's the mentality of that to just run out the survival. Clock or? Well, it depends on the situation. I've seen fights where guys just don't engage the whole time. It's not a matter of you hurt me. I need a minute to get my bearings again, or I'm trying to. I'm looking for a hole. I've seen guys just like circle around and just not engage and just waste time. Right. It's like, what are we doing here? You know? Yeah, exactly. Like I've seen guys straight up in the middle just drop their hands. Like, what are we doing? Like, are we going to fight or not? Right. Is so, there a penalty for that? I guess that would be that uh, would come into the judge's decision, like of the aggressiveness that you were alluding to earlier versus like Yeah, the, the guy that's dancing around and dancing avoiding around. the fight, he yeah. is not gonna win. Right. In some foreign organizations you'll get like a yellow card. Really? Like in soccer, like hey, Boom. lack of activity. Lack of activity, get yeah. your ass in there. Yeah. So, yeah. That's I've only seen that in uh like Japanese organizations or whatever place in Asia. No, you haven't fought much in Asia, I guess. I have fought none in Asia. None in Asia. How was okay. that Vegas fight, though? You talked about fighting in, Dude, in Vegas. It was, uh, Vegas is a very weird place. Okay. I've only been there that one time, and it was weird. 
Weird. Okay. The, it doesn't stop. The place does not slow down. One night, I think it was after my fight, I woke up at like four in the morning. I was like, I'm hungry. There's a gas station on the corner. I'll go down there and get a bag of chips or something. There's people out like it's seven in the evening. Oh, like yeah. this place never is sleeps. Fucking yeah. weird, and I hate it. But I won my fight, so it's a trip worth taking. That's cool. It's a good trip. Yeah. Now, but, do most fights? You said um, the longest fight you were in was three five minute rounds. Is that like mm-hmm. the industry standard for MMA uh, fights, or do they go longer, yeah, like boxing? Yeah. All professional uh, fights are five minutes. Just a regular fight, a fight to be fighting. It's three rounds. Any championship fights or um just main event ufc fights they go five rounds so five that's 25 rounds. minutes of 25 minutes getting at it is there a lot of fights that go the full length go the distance uh yeah mma fights mm-hmm. i know boxing it seems like man they go forever and that's it's almost like a test of endurance just it to is survive you know? it is you got to be tough to do either one the training is the if you train like you should the training is tougher than the fight the training is tougher than the fight. Well, that's how you would want it to be, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you, you want you want to prepare for a quote unquote war. Um you don't want to be like, hey, I'm gonna smash this dude in nine seconds and then go eat some Taco Bell. Like, yeah. no, nah, you're gonna be fucking in there in the fucking trenches with some dude trying to take you out. Man. So that's what you want to train for. That's crazy. When you're in a fight and you go the distance, um, were you ever unsure of whether or not you won it? I mean, yeah. like any of the wins that you had, were you? Did you know? Like, did the, the fighters win, know before sometimes. The, the ref calls it out, or is there ever like? I know they do the ceremony where they raise the hand. Yeah. Is there ever a time where the fighters are like, "Holy shit, did I win? Did I lose?" Some, yeah, some fights are just close. Like the one I lost, like it was that? a split decision. Like one judge thought I had it. The other, ju- the other two judges. Th- there's always three judges. Right. The other two judges thought that the other guy had it, so he won split decision. The one I won, it was the one we stood up the whole time. Yeah, that was a unanimous decision for Fred Weaver. So, but in that one, there was a split. There was, like, I didn't know how they were going to judge that because on the feet, we weren't doing much because he was trying to kind of tape to me the whole time. And it was not fun for me to be haggling with him as much as we were. But yeah, it is what it is. It's fighting people. Now, did you ever have somebody that, like, just took you to the mat more than you wanted to? And ended up being just like a, a grappling match. Or uh, did you ever get choked out or get black off or anything? Never get, got I've tapped out a few times. Uh John I fought John Salter, super good wrestler. He's actually about to fight for the world title in Bellator, another promotion. John the, Salter. John Salter, very okay. good wrestler. All right. He took me down and I could not get up. I just could not get up. Was he just trying He's, to like choke you out or No, nah, he was punching me. Oh, he's punching, he was punching me a lot. I didn't enjoy it. Oh dude. Uh, so you're but, on yeah, the ground, your head's on the mat, you're just getting like, punched. I'm just getting hit and like I am unhappy. And the ref stopped it. The ref stopped it. But but he's a super good wrestler, super nice guy. And you know, I hope he's a world champion soon. That's cool. Well, that's cool that you you talked about that earlier, that there wasn't really any bad blood between you and any of the other fighters no, that you fought. Uh, anytime like some people I still see or talk to on the regular. Yeah. Like, you know, you've shared that thing that yeah. not a lot of people sure. will get or understand unless you have actual beef with them. Then there's no reason to be anything other but other than brotherly with yeah. them. So, yeah. so after the match is over, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy I had my my first uh, boxing match against the one where I tore my bicep. Like we talk all the time. Like we've trained together. Super nice guy. So you said you still talk to some of the guys. Does anybody ever roll to the gym or, or come hang out? Or it's happened a few times over the years. Like what's yeah. going on, man? 
Like, what's up, Let's man? spar a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the guy that uh, I fought in my very first fight, he was from somewhere in Coleman, I believe. And yeah, when we got uh, the gym open and going and going full swing, him and some buddies came down and they got some training in. Yeah. There's a lot of that within the fight community or rather it should be. Like there's no reason for, unless there is actual beef between people, no reason we can't cross train. Yeah. And that's how it is most of the time. Like, hey, we're in town, come work with us or you know, we can come to you or do something, help each other. Cause that's, cool. that's what the local community should be about. Like, helping each say, other, yeah. building each other up. Cause like, hey, my gym's really good on the ground. We're good at standing up. Let's do a seminar or just train together and help each other. Yeah. Keep, Keep the building sport the community. Alive. Yeah. yeah. Like the sport, it's the sport doesn't look like it's going anywhere. That's but good. why not help each other on the local scene? Yeah. And there is a lot of that. So that's cool. That's good. Is there an outlet for say like young men, maybe kids in high school or coming out of high school that, that want to get into this sport and want to do it the right way and not just mm -hmm. start, you know, fighting and showing up like some people did yeah 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 what what's what's the outlet join a gym I join guess. a gym find a gym that fits what you want to do or find somebody to talk to i know a few people that are thinking about fighting but they want to get in some shape and you know go through the rigors of training and see what that feels like before they actually get in a fight which makes sure. total sense Oh, I would want to know if I'm up to par before I like go climb the yeah. ring like you did, man. That's crazy. You're just like, oh, I could do yeah, this. I'll do let's, that. Let's do that. I don't know. Never man. been in a fight before in your life, and you're just like, oh, I'm gonna go climb in the ring, fight somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts, man. That's it's weird. Nuts. It was a dumb thing. I wouldn't suggest anybody do it. <laughs> but I don't think you've sustained any kind of long term damage from you. How many fights do you think you did total? <laughs> like, do you, is there mm. a number? Over fifty. Over 50. easily over fifty. Over fifty. Over fifty. Over like twelve years. That's a lot of punches. That's a lot, That's a lot of punches. punches yeah. and kicks. But and some of those were and all that stuff. Yeah, some of those punches were. I get in, hit the dude, he goes down, and that's it. Yeah. Like, like I said, when I went to fought a, went to Kentucky, fought a dude in the farmhouse. I pretty much hit him once, and he crumbled. I'm like, all right, well, cool road trip right. to Kentucky. There's nothing to do here. Let's yeah. go fight. home. All Let's right. go home. Yeah. I don't even get paid for this. That's Dang. crazy. Um, but you don't think you've sustained any kind of nothing that nothing that uh lingers. Like, okay. My knees are crappy, but that's just from years of running, playing basketball, and I grew up in a neighborhood where you played basketball, yeah. so that's what we did. Um, but nothing that no concussions, no no fogginess or anything like that. Nah. At least that not you just know. yeah, just regular dumbness. Yeah. But I came into it with that, which is why I said yes to <laughs> fighting somebody in a cage with no training. Well, if somebody wanted to come train with you, how how would they yeah. find you or reach out to you? Uh, just hit me on Instagram or Facebook. Okay. It's, yeah. Big underscore black underscore bird. I <laughs> like for, the name. That's that's cool. Dude, I, I guess from the big bird tattoo. You have uh, it was around before that. Okay. Uh, it came from an old comic view joke. <laughs> and I said it to a friend when uh, he was leaving to go on tour and I was, hey, look at that handsome guy. Oh, yeah, when yeah, I had man, a mustache for a minute. Dude, the is. mustache works, man. That's awesome. You know, look like my dad. Yeah, that was quarantine boredom. Um, he was going on tour, and I was tasked to hang out with his girlfriend, make sure, you know, she was okay and stuff and their kids. It's like, if you do something stupid on tour, you're just going to see, see me hop up like a big black bird and beat the fuck out of you. So they just started calling me stuck. Big Black Bird. Okay. So cool. when I finally got around to getting the Instagram, it was available. That's cool. 2008. Kickboxing as well. 
wealth of experience to pull from. He loves to train and help people learn. That is awesome. Yeah, I'm a super helpful guy. So do you have anybody that comes in that's just super out of shape and you're just like, we got a lot of work to do, man? Uh, I mean, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You That's start the somewhere. thing. Like, showing up is the Half hardest the battle. Thing. Oh, yeah. Most yeah. of the battle, I guess. Like, Absolutely. you show up and I'll help you do what you want to do. Yeah. Okay. Like, I have got some people that come that want to lose weight, some people that want to get stronger, some people just want to learn to punch stuff for self defense. Can you do the little bag that, like, you can? Yeah, speed bag. Yeah. Yeah, I've never, I don't know. I don't do it well, but I can do it. Like, I can't do the tricks like fucking Canelo and all that, but. Yeah, that's cool. Well, cool, man. Well, it's been awesome chatting with you, man. Thanks and for having learning me. about Absolutely. MMA and stuff. I'm so foreign to that whole world. That, yeah, that's it's, really it cool. really is a whole other world. Um, so, yeah, uh, if you decide to get back into fighting, let us know. I, I'd love to come sit ringside. I mean, you're like, my first sponsor, so you'll yeah. know about it. Oh, that. we'll know about it. T-shirt, okay. shorts, gloves, we got you printed. Hell yeah. There you go. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks for coming to hang with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. me.